Let's go, South Beast. Beast mode. Beast Mode Podcast, keeping it simple with talk show host Christina Burnett and Andrew Stamper. Before we get started, let's take a moment for our sponsors. This BeastCast is brought to you by the Fall Savings Event, starting on October 11th and ending on November 1st. This event includes Tempur-Pedic, 300 on select mattresses. Those mattresses are Luxadat, ProBreeze, and LuxBreeze. We're also, also offering Stearns and Foster, King for a Queen. Save $600 on the select mattresses. These mattresses are the Lux Estate and Lux Estate hybrids. But please note, this does not include the new Stearns and Foster collection. In addition, they also are including Stearns and Foster gift with purchase, increasing it to $300 during this event. This current event will be including the new 2022 models, but please note it will not include the new studio line. That was epic. That was epic. That, that was a, that was a mouthful. Dear Lord in heaven. <laughs> well, other than that, how are you, Christina? It's been, it's been several, several days since the last time we, we chatted on the podcast forum. What have you been up to? Well, it's been crazy. That Hurricane Ian threw us all for a really big loop and uh, put us all back. So I've uh, been focusing on that and, uh, you know, trying to catch up from being out for four days because uh, they knocked out the power lines or was flooding in Orlando. Um, if any of you people out there that are listening to this and you can donate to anybody down in uh South Florida, Lee County, and Collier County got blasted. Uh, people are out of houses, out of clothing, whatever you can do. If you can go online and find any um, great uh, places to help donate, get these people on track. And if you find a really good uh, venue or a good organization that is, you know, sending out some great things to these people, please share with us because it really has rocked the state of Florida um, not only did it take out Lee County, you know, Collier County, but, you know, Central Florida, Orlando, Winter Park area, New Smyrna, Volusia County, Flagler County, everybody's underwater. So it has been, a, you know, it's a life altering uh, month. And like Ron DeSantis said, it's it's altered the face of Florida. So all of our old uh, fun Floridian, you know, uh, homes uh, have really been affected so when you're out there and if you can do anything to help florida uh we would appreciate it yeah for sure my mom actually lives down in naples and you know they were, you know she was hit pretty hard but yeah. um echo everything that you said but florida florida will recover they will rebuild and um yeah strong people down there yeah we're tough yeah <laughs> So speaking of tough, I think maybe that's the best natural segue into talking about today's guest. Who is it? Today, we are extremely, extremely fortunate fortunate to have Ahmed Musla. Ahmed, how are you? 
I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you know, long time listener, first time caller. Excited to be here. All right. All right. Well, I know Christina uh, and I are really, really thrilled. We've been chatting about, you know, it would be great is if uh, we got a med on the show. This would be awesome. So thank you for uh, for taking the time to chat with us. And we've got some good stuff. At least I hope so. We've definitely got some great questions that that we're able to uh, filter. So you want to you, you want you ready for that hot seat? You know, I, I am. I uh, the the tough segue. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to find that the direct connection there. I mean, maybe um, I, I think my wife is tougher than I am. But <laughs> <laughs> now, for the listeners that maybe that haven't met you within within our organization, if you could just maybe give just a brief introduction: who you are, what you do, where you're located, and I don't know your your your, your favorite. Uh, thing to do uh, with your family when you're off of work. Ooh, okay, great. Uh, so my name is Ahmed Musla, as you had uh, mentioned, Andrew. Thank you. I've been uh, with the organization now going on almost nine years. I am a national sales trainer. Uh, I cover the West Division, but I also have uh, Ashley uh, under my responsibilities. I hail from uh, the greater Chicagoland area. So technically, I live in another state. I live in Indiana for tax purposes, but it's still very, very close to uh, to Chicago. Uh, very near and dear to my heart. I've been here practically my whole life. And you know, the best thing for me to to do with my family on our time off is really spend time together. Uh, very, very family oriented person. Uh, you know, folks live 10, 15 minutes away. Uh, I have their only grandchild, so uh, the requests come in uh, often, <laughs> as, uh, as 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 they would naturally, uh, and they do love to spoil him. I love that. How many siblings do you have? So I have three siblings, but I come from a very very large family on my father's side alone. And this is going to sound like an over exaggeration. It is not. Uh, I got tired of counting. I have well over sixty first cousins. My lord. Believe me, I, I don't know uh, a third of their names. Just, you know, they, they live on the other side of the world and don't see them all too often. But um, it is a fun game to uh, to go back and just kind of give a rough estimate on wh- what number we're at right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's great. That's great. Now. What I would like to do is because obviously within the the trainer role, I'd just like to ask a few questions specifically about the the training element or really more so to get really, really close. Let's talk about how you set up a training. Would you mind us kind of like walking us through what what all goes into that? I mean, I think we have a pretty general idea, but I think there's a lot of it that we don't know. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of walking us through, how do you properly and effectively set up a training? Well, I, I think the words properly and effectively should be very, very loose here. So, uh, you know, of course, I come from the field. I was in the field for about six years. And I think the best way to approach a training is to just ask as many questions as possible. Uh, for those of, uh, of, of you out there that have reached out and uh, put in requests for trainings, you know, my immediate response is never a yes or no. It's more of a Let's understand kind of where we're going, what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, essentially, uh, coming in from a very story branded approach of, you know, being the guide 
And whenever I come into a, to a training, I always like to kind of uh, connect with the account manager first to kind of understand what uh, their goals are for uh, the actual training itself. And then we normally uh, incorporate, you know, maybe it's the uh, the buyer or director uh, of betting for an account, or maybe it's just, uh, you know, a, a few people from the account to kind of get a better understanding of what they're trying to accomplish. And as you may know, we have a plethora of information on the snooze and while we're having those conversations, I'm kind of thinking through all the content that we have out there. What could we utilize? What don't we need to utilize? What's going to be most effective and efficient? I think the the biggest, uh, like the, the most common thing I come into is in the field, we get these requests where we have all this information that we try to crunch into a short period of time. The minute I joined the training team, I realized how ineffective that was. So oftentimes now I go back and we start prioritizing uh, what's the most important to what's the least important in terms of information. What could we maybe piggyback off uh, at a future date? And that's really how I, I approach my training. I try to understand in terms of content that we're going to deliver first. And then what's our medium? You know, what, Are we going to be in a store? Are we going to be in a ballroom? Uh, are we going to have beds there or, uh, you know, are we just going to be talking to a, a PowerPoint presentation? All that plays a factor. And there's some there's little tips and tricks that uh, we can kind of go through in terms of what's most effective in terms of getting engagement from our audience and, and whatnot. So that's usually where, where I typically start my thought process behind a, approaching a training. That's great. That's very, very thorough. And thank you. Um, Christina, you've got a question on here that I, I, I want to make sure that I get this right. It's just, it was regarding the elevating the shopping experience and going over the walk-up slide. So um, at the uh, Ashley Summit, uh, Ahmed did the walk-up slide and we were talking earlier. A lot of times um, we as FSCs do not use this walk-up uh, portion of our training and it is a really effective uh, training that you can use as part of, well, that would be your training for the, that, that meeting. And what it does is it's very effective for, um, new hires. So if they can't get down, uh, all the specs, they at least know how to talk the walk. And Ahmed does a really good job of showing us how to present to the RSAs clearly about the step up. Okay. Wonderful. So. Yeah, my question to you is, what's up with that? Can you walk us through? That? <laughs> <laughs> way, way to just pass the mic, Andrew. Love that. So, <laughs> Christina actually brought up a really good point. I think uh, oftentimes we automatically assume that uh, an RSA or maybe even ourselves are going to be very comfortable with selling a product once we understand all the little spec and tech information around it. For me personally, my opinion is that couldn't be further from the truth. I think if we get comfortable with how to understand or maybe talk about a brand as well as the overview of the collection, that's where we make it a heck of a lot easier. So I love to focus on uh, the temper walk-up. Uh, and that is essentially, if you think back to the temper advocacy plan, that's the second week in uh, the advocacy plan or what we call phase two now. And it is essentially the uh, best practice approach to uh, 
talking to Temper before they actually uh, start interacting with the product. And I think it really helps them level set your shopper before they actually start really interacting with the product because it's the minute they're on the bed, their focus is going to be on the bed. Mm-hmm. And I often love to reference if you've ever had a shopper, maybe even yourself, where you you know lay on a bed and then just jump right back up, or maybe you're a little reluctant to lay down. Uh, I often ask, like, ask yourself, did you set the stage? Did you do the walk up properly? And I think it's vital that we always set the stage to our retailers that the walk-up is not going to change their sales process. It's a great way to kind of integrate into their sales process to enhance it because all it really does is get the uh, the RSA as well as the shopper in the right mindset on how they should uh, think of Tempopedic and how they should approach uh, the products before they fully interact with them. Okay. But obviously, we we we've chatted a little bit about the snooze. You had mentioned that a couple of minutes ago, and obviously, there, there are tons of great, great uh, bits of information and great uh, tons of tools within the snooze. And obviously, we talk a lot about the easy guide. So, what are some of like the training tools that that you like to use most when training to the easy guide? Yeah, you know, again, a great question. I think uh, in terms of content, I. I I say this often, and now that I just have a captive audience, I feel uh, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. So the first thing uh, that I omit from the snooze is the search button. Uh, that little magnifying glass in the top right-hand corner, uh, I always recommend you avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snooze is not Google. It is not a search engine. That little magnifying glass is basically, we, you know, we, I, I love to throw myself into this mix, but uh, our snooze admin, our genius kind of behind the scenes is Jessica Burnett. And she has to manually tag all the easy guides, all the trainings. And her thought process is if I were a rep, what would I call this? And Christina and Andrea, as you may know, we're, we all have a similar voice. We don't have the same voice. So you get in the nuances of, uh, I'm going to call this a mattress or a bed. That alone will just get you down rabbit holes on the snooze. So avoid avoid that magnifying glass at all costs. But what uh, what I love to do when I uh, approach, let's say, an easy guide, for instance, uh, the easy guides, if you notice, they're designed uh, to be chunked up. You can do a full easy guide training if you have the the luxury of time. But I know very well from being in the field, a time is not always something that's on our side. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of beyond our control and that's okay. Uh, so I start looking at the easy guide as what's going to be most important for this training. Like if it's, if it's an introduction to the brand, then I'm just going to focus on the brand. And then maybe the next time I come around, I will follow up more into the products. You know, especially if I'm dealing with a new hire, there's so much information that they have to absorb in such a short period of time. So I, I, I love to kind of approach uh, any type of content in that uh, in that vein. So thinking about uh, our easy guides that we utilize, uh, they're designed to be printed and, and you write notes on. Uh, for those of you, I think, Andrew, you have seen myself do it as well. When um, I have big workshops or presentations, I actually love to incorporate my iPad uh, that I still have from when I was out in the field. I use that religiously in front of a presentation because uh, for one, it kind of helps me keep track of where I am. So uh, normally what I like to do is uh, I'll open up my presentation in PowerPoint 
And a lot of times we don't have those cheater screens, right? That's that little TV that's kind of in front of you showing you what's behind or what's next. So my iPad is a great way to kind of do that. And I'll put it in like slide sorter. So it shows me like the next 20 slides or the next five, whatever it may be. It's all about flow. We all know the content, right? We're exposed to it. We talk about it every single day. But flow is what keeps the presentation or the training uh, going as smoothly as possible. We've all gotten caught up where a video didn't play right or we missed the click or uh, something wasn't working in our presentation. And just by doing that little uh, trick for me helps me so much uh, understanding where I am, kind of what's next, what's happening ahead of time. That's really where, in my opinion, the true differentiator is. I use uh, our our content uh, as much as possible. Uh, now that I'm on the team, I see the amount of work that goes into creating that. But I think it's the utilization of that content that really makes uh, my job and in, in reality, all your jobs that much easier. I, you know, we are a, a support team and our, our biggest goal is to make you guys the best trainers out in the field as easy as possible. What about activities? Are there any activities that that um, that maybe you've used in the past that might be a little bit different that we see in the easy guide that you think are just wonderful? I bring this up uh, also because within the within the hub, we can share like training tools and whatnot. A game that I love to do or an activity that I love to do is a Royal Flush game. And it's one that I've used a lot in my, my training uh, that I feel effectively. Not that I'm trying to talk about me. This is about you. But more to the point, what are some of the activities that you've used in the past that might be different from what we've seen in the Easy Guide that you find to be rather successful? You know, um, I love the creativity uh, that you all in the field have. I've seen some amazing exercises that were utilized. I think the most important thing is to have an activity. I think it's one of the things that we easily cut out on. I can tell you there's a fine line between facilitation and presentation, right? And we really need to be facilitators, especially with an adult audience. The best way I can always kind of ask it is when you're doing a training or you're in front of an audience, ask yourself, who's doing more of the talking? If my audience is doing more of the talking, doing a great job, I'm facilitating. And what I'm really trying to do is kind of like navigate the room. But if I'm doing most of the talking, I am presenting. For those that have ridden with me out in the field, will often hear that talking isn't teaching. Uh, having any activity is better than you know standing in front of someone for for twenty thirty minutes just rambling on. So, a the my favorite activity favorite activity is actually one that we just released with the new Sealy hybrids, and that was the uh, the beach ball with where you write the questions on it and uh, you turn it into a game of hot potato. Um, I've been in rooms of, you know, upwards to 100, 150 people where we did that. And uh, it was so much fun. But then I've also been in, in rooms with only 20, 30 people. You got the same energy. It gets them up. It gets them moving. Uh, there's actually a rep, uh, a rep by the name of Jay Hinton in the mountain region that uh, utilized the beach ball, but also uh, he his launch was at the Colorado Rocky Stadium. So there was a big baseball element to it. And he had these little inflatable bats. So everybody started batting the balls. So like there's, it, it's that creativity that I love to see. So 
for me personally, that's my favorite one just because it gets people up and moving and there's music and it, it really separates us from our competition because no one else is doing things like this out there. So I, I would say the best ideas are the ones that you guys have. And if you are having your audience kind of take control of, of the actual training, then you're doing a fantastic job and just always include an activity. Great. Now, you had a really great segue that's kind of turning us uh, turning us over into rollouts. Obviously, we're going through that phase where there are a lot of rollouts. We've, we've just done the, the hybrids. We've got Stearns and Foster coming up. Then shortly after that, you know, we've got 2023 and all the uh, all the obstacles that will present themselves then. But what about rollouts? Like what goes into, you know, getting us organized for those rollouts that you that you and, and Mike and everybody else on the team do? Yeah, so it's a, a great question, especially uh, with Stearns and Foster launching, uh, you know, as we speak, especially I think they're they're making their rounds with Mattress Firm and then going uh, into other accounts in a few weeks. But with rollouts, you know, I think uh, I'll speak to the activation side of things uh, in terms of the content development and creation side of it. I mean, that is done by uh, Natalie Flores, who's our content manager. And she does a fantastic job and can give you uh, a peek in, into her world. It takes a heck of a lot longer than you think to actually create that content. Where we, you know, where, where I really kind of come in is I like to focus on the execution and utilization of said content. So we're, we're, we're a smaller team, but we're very open and vocal and we love to hear each other's feedback. So the fact that I bring, uh, you know, my experience and knowledge from the field and really listening to to all, you all on what works and what doesn't work, we're, we're constantly making tweaks and changes. When I approach a rollout, for instance, with Stearns and Foster, uh, the first thing I really like to do is take a look at the overall content that's going to be uh, delivered in front of you guys. So you should be seeing um, or should be getting an email sometime this week if it hasn't come out already for the new on the snooze. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see Stearns and Foster uh, content going to be released this week. For those of you that are going to be uh, training on product, let's say if you call on Mattress Firm, uh, I would highly recommend you just kind of go in there, kind of get yourself comfortable with uh, the content itself. You know, we have a whole new uh, collection this year with Studio. There's some really good information on how we approach it. I think the best thing you guys can utilize in the field is those easy guides. It makes you pros. If, if you are a pen and paper type of person, print it out, jot down all your notes. There's, that's why there's a whole notes section on, uh, on the right-hand side. Uh, if you're very techy and you have uh, access to Adobe Pro, add notes into it. Put notes on the side. Um, or you can even add just, you know, uh, little bits of information that, that's going to be topical to um, to maybe your account or your region. Uh, I think the, uh, the activation side of a rollout is really just making sure you are all prepared with the content. And you're going to see... Uh, there for 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 when you go on the snooze excuse me at the very very top of the new Stearns and foster launch module there's actually going to be registration links and there's multiple calls that are going to be hosted by natalie flores because she's the one that created the content but the beauty behind that is we limited each group size or each call to 15 people and 
whether it's a, you know, a full call with 15 other reps on the call or a one-on-one, uh, Natalie just wants to give you all the opportunity for, uh, you know, understanding how to best utilize the content. You'll see the structure of the new Cerns and Foster materials can be a little bit different. Uh, we kind of see it as a buffet. Every collection is broken down. So you'll have an overview one. You'll have one strictly for studio, one for estate, one for Lux estate, and so on and so forth. The beauty behind that is you're going to be able to piecemeal it together and kind of build your own plate. It just makes it a heck of a lot easier because we know how how easy it is to, to take information out than it is to add. So it's so much easier to just com- combine a few different presentations and remove a couple of the repeating slides because they all kind of set the stage of who the customer is first um, because they're, de- they're, de- they're developed, excuse me, whether you're going to do a full line launch or maybe you're just going to do a training on Lux Hybrid. Great. You have a Lux Hybrid presentation that you can deliver right then and there, again, focusing on the execution side of things. So this approach is going to be a little bit differently. Uh, We've really uh, taken in a lot of feedback uh, from that. So that's really the best place where I would start first is if you are going to be launching Stearns and Foster early, uh, really, once that uh, that launch module opens up, again, should be any day now, uh, I would highly recommend you get on the, uh, you register for uh, those those smaller calls with, uh, with our content manager. Ahmed, thank you. That was wonderful content. Um, that's, that, those are all the questions I've got. Christina, do you have anything that you want to, you want to wrap this on up with for the, for the sake of time? I'm good. I I love everything you had to say. I think the main theme is preparation and make sure that you do study, right? Is that what I'm taking from this? Yeah. You know, Christina, I I would say do whatever makes you feel comfortable. I think uh, exposure to the new content is the best approach. So uh, for for those that are are close to me on the team know how much uh, I, I don't often use my notes and I feel like I tend to just wing it. And then I think that's just, you know, from being out in the field for so long, that's where we get comfortable. Uh, but I will say, you know, the minute I started incorporating my iPad into those larger presentations and rollouts, uh, made myself feel so much more comfortable. So use whatever tip and trick that makes you feel comfortable. Your audience will not judge you for it. The best thing is you'll never be perfect at it, you know, at anything, but always strive for perfection. So I, I think flow is everything in a presentation and knowing where it goes next is the best way to keep your audience engaged. And the other thing that you said when we were talking, I loved, and I'm going to be, this will be my last thing is when we were trying to get this call going, you said adaption, you have to be able to adapt because sometimes things don't work. So if you can always adapt, it'll be in your favor. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I highly, highly, highly encourage if you have, if you have to adapt, if you plan for an hour training that all of a sudden became 30 minutes because things are out of your control, don't try to jam content into 30 minutes. Just immediately say, okay, what do I need to deliver on today? And then, you know, follow up again, you know, on your next go around. I think that is the best thing because we only retain so much information. So trim information, don't jam it. 
Ahmed, there is just like nothing but soundbite after soundbite from this episode. So thank you. I mean, a lot of a lot of little like great little one like one sentence blurbs like talk is not teaching uh, is is another like great one. So uh, kick ass, man. This is this has been just an, an absolute to, uh, delight chatting with you over this past half hour. Thank you. Looking forward to you're going to be at the NSC, right? Of course, I will be there. And there's going to be some exciting stuff for you guys as well. So some good things are going to be in the works. Wonderful. Ahmed Musla, thank you again. Yes, yeah, thank, no. you thank you so much for having me. And even, even though I'm part of the West Division, you know, my, my heart's in the South. That, that's where I, 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 I lived for a very, very long time. So you guys appreciate the time and always reach out if you have any questions. Wonderful. Christina, take us on out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for taking this time on our Beast Cast. And guess what? We got another one coming. It's going to be the Beast Cast number eight. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Have a great week. Let's go, South Beast. Beast mode.